Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Monster Truck, it up. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis is taking some days off. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome America's favorite country music superstar, Don McLean. Good morning, Fluffy. Can I say that? Yeah, you can. (laughs) Good morning, buddy. (laughs) Good morning, Rob. How are you? Um, okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Come I think on. You g- he might have worked overnight. Did you? Oh, no. Yeah, I was here anyway. See, so why not? You know? Oh, why not? You. I love hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Well, awesome. we, love, we love having you. It is Wednesday, November 13th, 2019. Coming up on 604. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to midweek. Welcome to World Kindness Day. Mm. Welcome to National Education Support Professionals Day. And welcome to your very first sip of, and if your brother Rob, much-needed coffee. <laughs> this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? Don McLean, have you mm, brewed it yet? Uh, how's your coffee you have? Okay. You know, when you're not doing all the work as the producer over there, you have more time in the party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, I have a decaf cup. I put uh, two and a half, actually one and a half bags in there, so it's extra strong for decaf. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's the company Yesterday was very swill. weak. It was a little weak, so I, I did one and a half bags of this coffee, and I have Donna Valentine's, uh, Donna Valentine's cream. Ooh. Her cream. The, the, bar, the cream bartering continues. What flavor is the Donna Valentine cream? This is salted caramel. Ooh. Ooh. That is delicious. <laughs> yes, Brother Rob, you have what, water or something over there? Yes, that's exactly what I have. I've been caffeinating all overnight, uh, filling in across the hall, so I'm taking a little break on the... As <laughs> you should, idea. yeah. yeah. Too, much, uh, too much caffeine, you'll be up for days. Mine is, uh, I, mine is desperately needed. Thank mm. goodness I'm not off caffeine yet. Mm. I, um, I will be soon. I'm going to try that. But uh, I have a delicious uh, iced beverage, so cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers. cheers. Mm. How was your day yesterday, Don? Did you get any? Uh, did mm-hmm. you do? Did you do a good nap? I did a great nap. Um, actually, a little bit too long. These winter days are, you know, very short. Oh, yes, and so it's dark at about four thirty. And know. I took a later nap. I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I? Is it? Have you ever woken up in the afternoon and thought I'm yep. missing the show? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, it's the worst feeling because you think it's you think it's four thir- five a.m. Nope, but it's yeah. really yeah, but it's really four thirty p.m. Yeah, yep. that has happened to me. It's too many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. So yeah, it was a pretty good day. Uh, not as long as yours, but uh, uh, you know, no, but you know, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I mm-hmm. I was telling someone yesterday uh, that uh, I'm just going to work, 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 work drive through, pile through, barrel through until Christmas Day. And then Christmas Day, 
I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to put my Mickey Mouse hat on yeah. and uh, I, and just leave me alone until I come back. And then, uh, yeah, so that's that's my that's my goal. And um, <clears throat> for um, for those who don't know, I had a, a really big thing happened yesterday <laughs> and uh, it's all over social in my social media. Yeah. So I head to my Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. And you'll see what it's all about. But it was a it was a fun day. I saw my aunt Kathy. Oh, who, uh, you know my aunt Kathy um, is um, uh, is was married to my uncle Ed, who I tragically lost a couple years That's ago right, yeah. to a to a drunk driver. And uh, and my aunt Kathy and my uncle Ed, they were I, I was the closest to them mm-hmm. on my dad's side um, because Aunt Kathy. Um, really struggled uh like our buddy like our like our sweetie uh, alexis she um aunt kathy can really relate Aunt kathy struggled for many years to have a baby mm-hmm. and i was the first grandchild on my dad's side so my my aunt kathy kind of glommed onto me you know yeah. in the sweetest way i mean she really helped my mom out and um and really kind of took to me and i took to her and then they became my cool uncle and aunt that moved to California. Oh, so, yeah. So in high school, um, I would go visit cool Aunt Kathy and cool Uncle Ed and Cousin Sean. So they, um, I went out there a couple times. And I, I, I think I told this story right after my Uncle Ed passed. But uh, my Uncle Ed was just, and Aunt Kathy too, they, they, they just really loved me. And... And I, and I felt it. I mean, they were relatives where I just, I, I knew, I knew that I was loved with them. Oh, yeah. And, and my, my uncle Ed kind of stepped in as a surrogate dad because he knew I wasn't real close to my dad. And, and my uncle Ed was just really, really kind to me. And, and like my grandma, just kind of let me be, you know, just let me be myself. And, and even though I, you know, I played with Cabbage Patch Kids and, I watched Dallas. You know, he he never judged me. Didn't well, he take you to a, uh, well, a signing? Yeah. So, and and Aunt Kathy and I talked about this yesterday because she she came to um, your she event came to my my new endeavor, and because um, it's you know obviously her side of the family or you know my mm-hmm. uncle Ed's side of the family. So I said to her, I go, do you remember? I said in ninety ninety one. I said I came out. I came out to California. It was my my birthday present was to go uh, fly to L.A. to see um, Uncle Ed and Kathy. And we were my Uncle Ed was reading the paper as people did back then. <clears throat> and there was a marathon happening that Sunday um, in about a town, about an hour away from where well, basically everything's an hour away when you're in L.A., mm-hmm. but uh, an hour away from my uncle and my aunt's house. And. The, there was going to be a speaker at the beginning of the of the marathon, and the speaker was an actress who played Jr.'s wife in the later seasons of Dallas. Her name was Kathy Podwell. She was new to the show, but I loved her. I loved Callie. I loved her character, Callie, and I loved her. And my uncle Ed goes, "Look, Jason, do you know this person?" And I said, "Oh yeah, that's Callie." I said, it's, "She's Callie on Dallas," and um, he's like, "Oh well, do you do you want to go?" And I'm like, "Well." I can't run a marathon. And he's like, no, but why don't we go there and we'll try to find her. Yeah. And and I said, oh, well, okay. He's like, well, we're going to have to wake up really early because, um, you know, the marathon starts really early. So if we're going to get there for the opening ceremony, da, 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 da. So this man woke up. I remember it being dark out. I mean, mm-hmm. we woke up in the middle of the night 
and uh, got in the shower, got dressed. I had my I had a Dallas T-shirt on, and I had my <laughs> Dallas book because there was a book written, a couple books written about Dallas. I grabbed my Dallas book, and I got in my Uncle Ed's car, and we drove an hour um, to this marathon, and we we found her. And I walked up to her. I was all skittish. And my Uncle Ed's like, I was like, I don't want to go up there. And he goes, we drove an hour. Yeah, you're going. <laughs> you go up to her. <laughs> so I was, I remember, like, I, I have a very clear memory of being embarrassed. And I am that same way to this day. I don't like bothering people. I don't, I don't enjoy that. I mean, even when Lex and I were in Dallas to meet the cast of Dallas um, in 2012, and we were at a dinner with the cast, I didn't even want to go up to ca- the, the cast members at this dinner because I didn't want I didn't want to bother them. But anyway, so I went up to her and she was delightful. I mean, so delightful. And she pointed at my I have it on VHS somewhere. <laughs> she uh, she pointed at my shirt and she's like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "You're really young to be watching Dallas." And I said, <laughs> "I'm like, I know." I said, "I love it." And she signed my book. And you no, know, so when I. When I saw my aunt Kathy, I just I I always think of I think of them and and just how nice they were and now they live here which they moved here about six months after I did which was a weird kind of fateful turn of life it was I moved here and then my uncle got a job in in in, um, in Lakeville and I was like what so yeah so wow they've, that's uh, really cool I know so uh, they've been here about as long as I did so that's got to anyway. be really great because I know that you moved up here all on your own you didn't have anybody no. and to have you know one family member yes you know and, and great ones at that so and great ones at that and, and and Uncle Ed was yeah he's mm. he was a really good guy and I I looked at my aunt Kathy and I'm like. <laughs> You know, because I wasn't real close to a lot of members of my dad's family, and and I wasn't real close to my dad. Um, you know, obviously come to terms with that. But I said to my aunt, I said, "Do you think? Do you think you'd be proud today?" Yeah. And we both just started crying, and it was oh. just, it was a nice, it was, yeah, I cried a lot yesterday, well, but yeah, it was, happy it was, tears, right? It was very happy Hopefully tears. No, yeah. <laughs> bad no, tears. Okay, no great. bad tears at all. So, <laughs> uh, brother Rob's here filling in for Dawn. Dawn's filling in for Alexis. It's coming up on six twelve. Uh, well. Now it is 6.13. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after these words. 6.19. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm iTalk 1071. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Don McClain filling in. Brother Rob filling in. Hello. 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 <laughs> We're all here. It's Wednesday. Is this week going fast or slow? I can't figure it out, Don. Oh, yeah. Um... You know what I mean? I can't figure. I can't figure out how I feel. Yeah, when when things are all wonky and different, oh, wonky. you just don't know. I no. think it's going a little slow. Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday, right? It is. See, you know I what? don't even I, know what day it is. I thought it might be Thursday today. I was hoping it was Thursday. <laughs> Brother yeah. Rob probably feels like it's Thursday. Yeah, he's he, worked overnight. He feels yes. like it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What day is this? I have really had no idea. It still is Tuesday for him. Thank you for for filling I'm in. Glad to be here. Yeah, that's right. You walked in and it was Tuesday, and now it's Wednesday. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and when you leave, it's gonna be Thursday. I mean, you know, it's just mm-hmm. it's that no. uh, wacky. He gets no, to leave no, no. Right after the show, out of here. Um. I always joke that I I've only read Beverly Clary's Super Fudge. That's not true. Um, I, <laughs> right. 
I read a little bit more than that. <laughs> you are racing to read a certain book. I am. I love Stephen King. You know, some of yeah. the older ti- the titles that have been released in the last 10 years, I'll admit I haven't read them. Um, I've heard that they're not quite what he isn't quite what he used to be. Hate to say that, but yeah. Um, and so I, Dr. Sleep is out in theaters and I had in my mind that I was going to reread The Shining and because I bought Dr. Sleep. But I'm not allowing myself to read Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, until I finish The Shining again. I read it oh. when I was in high school, but it's been so long I wanted to read it again. And, um, yeah, oh. I, I'm not. I, I, it's funny because my attention span is different than it used to be. Uh-huh. It's just crazy. I think it's because of short video clips we watch. Everything is in sound bites, you know, and I just, it's so hard to keep my attention on a book without falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if I fall asleep once I make it to Dr. Sleep. My goal is to read it before and finish it before it's out of theaters. Did you like. The, did you like the movie? Okay, did you read The Shine? You did read The Shine once, did. right? Yeah. You just uh-huh. knew you wanted to reread it. Yeah. Now, did you like Kubrick's version? Because Stephen King famously mm-hmm. has a lot of beef yeah. with Stanley Kubrick's version. Is it really that different? Well, now that I'm rereading it, it is. You know, I can see how the casting is probably not right oh, uh, really? with Wendy, the wife. Um, you know, they, they describe her as a blonde. Um, I, I just, they, he describes her as a blonde. Um, and also there's so much, you know, with Stephen King, he's so detailed and he's just, you're, you're not getting the, the full details. I mean, I'm only, I'm a fourth of, of the way through the book and they just got to the hotel. You know, there's a lot of setup before that, his struggles with alcohol, you know, uh, the character of Jack. Uh, his his troubles with um, the abuse that Danny, the child, suffers mm-hmm. at the hands of his dad. That's a big part of it. And I think Stephen King always wants his movies to be a lot fuller than, you know, you can't have a four-hour movie. Mm-mm. You know? I mean, we hate that, right? No, my God, no, no. So, you know, it, it is different in the fact that uh, things are being lost, I think, that... Uh, you know, he probably wanted to keep in, but you can't keep everything. No, especially again, it's a, it's some things have to go to keep a keep a kind of a straight straight narrative. I I'm curious. I I do want to. I don't know when I'm ever going to get all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com the time but i would like to read the shining it was mm. I, I i love pet cemetery i did read pet cemetery um and i read um cujo mm-hmm. but i never i did not read the shining oh, but i I, I did it. see the movie really you I, are loving, I am it, loving it so far i mean it you kind of have to get in the stephen king mode when you first start reading it any stephen king because he does go into so many details and you can sort of lose your focus it's kind of a He's kind of unstructured the way he writes, you know? Uh-huh. Plus, you've got the voice of Danny. You switch back and forth from Jack's voice to Wendy's voice to Danny's and then Tony's voice. Tony is the, 
thing Bartender? that no Tony is the thing that's in his head the the oh. imaginary friend little boy who knows what that is you know it's never mm. really explained you I know that I, he talks to that says red rum I'm kind of <laughs> bummed that Doctor Sleep didn't do that well because I love you and mm. McGregor the director behind it seemed like he had great intentions so I don't know maybe it's just wrong time and there wasn't a lot of publicity for it yeah you know the marketing wasn't that good no, I didn't you're see right a lot about for that. it. Yeah, they, I did not either. And I know that um, our friend Laura Barnum, who listens to the show all the time, she said she tried reading Doctor Sleep about four times, and she said it was boring. She oh, couldn't really? Do it. I'm like, oh shoot. Well, uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I fall yeah. asleep a lot when I read, so um, that's the perfect uh, recipe for sleeping, right? Doctor Sleep. And Doctor Sleep was written more recently, right? It's not. It wasn't like in the 80s or 90s. Am I right on that? I'm not sure. I I. Gosh. Let me look at it. Let me let Let's me type Google it in that. real quick. I'm going to Google that because I <laughs> Doctor Sleep. When was the actual book written? Um, of course, the first thing they bring up is the movie. I do not want the movie. I want the book. Oh, Amazon, the book Doctor Sleep novel. There we go, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 2013. 2013. So okay. it's a more modern, a more modern Stephen King. Gotcha. Maybe yeah. that's why it's boring. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen Coming, King. Sorry. <laughs> Coming up on uh, 626, heartbreaking news for daytime fans. Like, oh. a woman came up to me yesterday, like, almost in tears. Oh. I'll tell you what that is when we would come yeah. back. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Don McClain filling in. Brother Rob filling in for Dawn. Morning. Good morning. And you're all here filling in for yourselves. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, we have like kind of not shock. Well, it is kind of shocking news for our big story. Here we now, go. Now the big deal. It's time for. It's colossal. It's massive. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? Well, a lot of things. Um, this came from TVLine.com yesterday. Broke uh, during my TV show. The executive producer came over to me, which is never a, you know, rarely a good thing when he his mouth opens wide and he's like, oh my goodness. I'm like, oh no, what's going on? What's happening? Well, According to TVLine.com and sources, the entire cast of Days of Our Lives have been released from their contracts. Oh. And Days of Our Lives is scheduled to go on an indefinite hiatus at the end of this month. Yeah, they're <sighs> they're talking about they're talking about not renewing the show. They're not yeah. saying for sure, but uh could be back in May or something, didn't it say? March, May, something. Yeah, like they have a bunch of episodes to get them through the oh, summer do. or to the summer. Oh, yeah. wow. Next summer. Uh-huh. God. Yeah, they say, the insider says, days uh, of our lives shoots eight months in advance. The show will have enough episodes, as Brother Rob just said, in the can when it stops production at the end of November to last through summer 2020. Oh, God, this is so sad. This is my one soap. Is it still? Oh, I don't watch it now. 
Nobody yeah. does. That's why they're canceling yeah. it. Everyone has an affection for it. But I don't know a lot of people that still watch this daily. I, I mean, I had a woman yesterday came up to me and she was like, oh, my goodness. I was watching your show. You did the story and I mm. wanted to cry because she's like, I've watched this since I was 15. I used to schedule <laughs> my college classes around it. Oh, somebody said that in our <laughs> on our set yesterday. I forgot. Oh, Aaron Schwab said that. I, that oh. she used to, yeah. She scheduled classes around Days of Our Lives. No, did she, does she watch it every day? Uh-uh, not yes, anymore. I don't know. Uh-uh. So. Oh, it's just so hard to keep up with. You know, we're just, I just think our lives are different now. These kind of shows just don't necessarily fit into the lifestyle of 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, they said that maybe what they're doing is if NBC does renew Days of Our Lives, the production is expected to resume in March. So by releasing everybody from their cast, from their contracts, it means that NBC or the production company can then come back with new contracts at a discounted rate, at a reduced rate. Oh, man. Isn't that kind of creepy? That's kind of shady. That's real crappy. I mean, the first thing I thought of was not myself, which is unusual, but uh, I thought about the actors who have been these characters. I'm talking about Bo Brady, Hope Brady, you know, uh, Stefano DeMera, people that Mm -hmm. are like, you know, Roman, Maggie Horton. We did lose actually Alice Horton uh, in 2010 and Mickey Horton, John Clark, just October 16th, he passed away. But I mean, this has been on since 1965. That's crazy. It's just when you, uh, it is such a great gig. People make fun of soap operas, but for an actor to have something that, that, that is that steady, the actors love it. You know? Uh, yeah. They work forever. And, you know, they might be pigeonholed into just being known as. Stefano Demera for the rest of their life if they try to do other things, but still there are worse things. Everybody knows who these people are. Well, and and uh, Kelly Ripa was talking about this once, and so so did Susan Lucci, and uh, you know fancy actors bust on soap actors. Mm-hmm. Um, the schedule is so. Oh no, it was um, uh, from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I love her. Uh, she just left the show. I can't. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Elaine played, Davidson. Elaine, Elaine Davidson. Davidson. She played three characters. Yeah, she was talking about, you know, that these fancy actors can stick it up their butt. She goes, because you have no idea the the schedule that these soap actors work under and how they actually work their butt off. I mean, they have they have to learn reams of lines. I mean, just lines after lines. So they're actually, you know, it's a good training ground for new actors is what is what Elaine said. And Julianne Moore said that recently in an interview because she was on, I forgot, she played twins or something on some soap opera. And uh, she's like, oh, it was the best training ground for an actor because you would walk in and have to know, you know, 40 pages. And then the next day you have to learn another 40 pages. It's insane. I, I mean, you really would have to retrain your brain. I've never done anything like that. You know, I, I'm sort of obsessive about the way I learn my lines and it's such a, you know, repetitive process and... I just can't imagine regurgitating that and then every day having a new... It's just mind-blowing. Yeah, I can't imagine. No. No. My mind doesn't work that way. I (laughs) I don't know if I... Especially now. I don't know if I could... No, I could never be a soap actor now. But it's just sad. I think of my friend Anne. Her mom, Mary, I would go over there in high school 
And all of you Days fans, you're going to smile <coughs> when I say these this couple's name. But she, they loved she loved Jack and Jen in in the nineties. Remember? Yes. Do you remember Jack and Jennifer? Yeah. She loved the actor that played Jack. Yeah. Who, let me let me look him up. Um, oh my gosh, the cast is so long. Days of our lives, Jack and Jennifer. Jennifer um, Horton is Melissa Reeves. Yes, and then what's his name? Uh, Jack Devereaux and Jennifer Horton. Mm-hmm. Matthew Ashford. Yes, Matthew Ashford. Oh. She loved the she loved Matthew Ashford. She went to conventions. She went to malls cuz you know back in the day, yeah. They would go, you know, soap actors would go to malls and have uh huge events. I remember um Palmer uh Palmer from All My Children came to our mall and you would have thought Ronald Reagan was there. Right. I mean, it was it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. in the 80s, I mean, look, Luke and Laura's wedding. Let me think. Luke and Laura, all you young people. Luke and Laura's wedding on General Hospital mm-hmm. in the 80s yeah. is still the most watched daytime episode. Oh, 30 million viewers. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. Gosh. Bo and Hope's wedding, I know, was a, you know that was a big deal. That was huge, the, the too. Yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, 30 million viewers, and Mm. it it remains the highest rated soap opera episode. Yeah, that'll never be repeated again, ever, ever, ever. That will remain. But um, yeah, I never, see, and I never, I said this yesterday, I never watched daytime. I was obviously always just watching my my primetime soaps. Mm -hmm. I never, I sadly never got into any of the daytime soaps. It's just a different experience because there is no end. It's like the way it's written is just it's just many, many plot lines that just have a beginning, middle and end. And that is a long stretch of time because they have to stretch it out. So you can tune in on Monday and Friday and then they're in the same hospital room trying to get somebody to come out of a coma, you know? Yeah. And And someone's still about to kiss someone else. And people come back from the dead all the time. Oh, my gosh. Eileen wow. Davidson had the best plot line because she played three characters. She played she a did? Wh- oh, yeah, at one time. She played herself. Then she played a very mousy version of um, the character that was like had buck teeth and was like really weird. And then a nun who was very bizarre. Oh. All at the same time. She's known as one of the most diverse uh, I mean, I loved her. It was very campy. I mean, oh, gosh. I love Eileen Davidson. Yeah, she's Amy, great. Amy just writes to us, I randomly turned on Days of Our Lives uh, on Monday and was pleasantly su- su- surprised to see the real Jack and Jennifer were still on. My mom took me to a mall meet and greet mm. with them when I was a kid. Yeah. I bet their ratings fun. will see a spike because people will get nostalgic. Yep, and, and turn they'll on. And be like, I gotta see it before it ends, you know? Well, this woman told me yesterday, I still watch it, she said, oh, she goes, that kind of makes sense, because I guess they did something rather weird recently. They did a year jump. They did a time jump recently, which what? shows have done that before, but Desperate Housewives did a five-year jump. But yeah, yeah they, they recently did a one-year jump. Forward? So, forward. Oh, wow. With everybody. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So. Bizarre. 
Very weird. It is uh, 641, as you uh, heard in the commercial. Tomorrow is a give to the Max Day. So all the shows will be having different auction packages that you can bid on. To see how you can help, go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword Max. We're going to take a break, and we will be back. The problems with Disney+. Plus. Plus, Robin, who was Whitney Houston's, uh, Robin Carter, Robin Crawford, rather, Whitney Houston's dear friend and alleged um, lover at some point in her life, speaks to Wendy Williams. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk on a 7-1. Sorry, Lizzo. I let you go as long as I could. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. The one and only Don McClain filling in. Hey, Brother girl, Rob hey. filling in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hello. Hello. Lex is off today. Um, okay, Disney Plus. Mm, oh, no, no. <laughs> I know. Poor Bob Iger. Oh, well. But, okay, are we... Okay, so Bro, Rob told us this in the uh, top of the hour dirt alert. This should not surprise anybody in this age of technology... There were glitches on day one of a new streaming service. I don't know why people are shocked about this. Because no matter how much you prepare, this is still a human endeavor. Mm-hmm. And you can you can calculate every possible scenario and you're still gonna you're still gonna miss some. You're still gonna miss some glitches and some glitches and and that's what happened. People couldn't log in. <laughs> Or like Rob said, if they logged in online, then it didn't register on the on their app, on their phone. I even heard from some people that were having problems. I I don't know why. I really had an easy time. It I it worked beautifully for me. Um both times, or actually I should say seven times that I logged in yesterday. <laughs> I, I watched uh, The Mandalorian in pieces yesterday. That's the Star Wars show from Disney Plus. I finished it yesterday, Dawn. I oh, you did! Wow, <laughs> wow, uh-huh. I, that's amazing. Uh huh. I managed. I I got home. I uh, I left the thing I was at, and mm-hmm. I uh, got home, and I had about forty minutes before I thought, you know, I really should go to bed. I get, I said, yeah. you know, forty minutes. So I looked at how much of the Mandalorian I had left, and I had about 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, perfect. So I I buzzed through that, and oh, I will add to what I said yesterday. It is so good. The Mandalorian on Disney Plus is such a good show. Oh, it's so well done, so well acted. The special effects are movie quality. Uh, watch it if you have Disney Plus. Plus, plus, plus. plus. It's just, yeah, <laughs> there's just so many great library titles, Dawn. There's so yeah. many, every Disney movie you can imagine is on there. And it's easy to use. So Now, know. is are they uploading The Mandalorian once a week? or That is a good question. Let me look at that real or quick. Or do you have, uh, you know, I know that you barely got through one episode because of your busy yeah. day, but... <coughs> Don, let me answer that question okay, for you great. and all of my talkers well, out there. Let's see right now if you can log in. <laughs> um, okay, I, I got right in. Oh, good. Okay, I loaded. I, I I fired up the app. It loaded right away. Yeah. Okay, let me go to the Mandalorian. Uh, right now, only one episode's available. Okay. So it seems like they're going to release it weekly. Mm-hmm. Now, Rob, I heard you in the Dirt Alert 
There was another complaint, and this one for Disney Plus with Simpsons fans? Uh, yes. Yeah, so About the aspect ratio or something? That's correct. The, uh, the Simpsons is presented on Disney Plus in the wrong aspect ratio, and so apparently that means some of the sight gags are cut off. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Why would they do that? Oh, that's weird. Well, it might just be something that's an easy fix. You know, well, I yeah, I hope so. They just re just I shouldn't say just. Oh. <laughs> it's never it's never a just, but reload the reload the content in its proper in its proper format. Probably, Meaning, yeah, yeah, my talker is like if it's a if it's a if the you know sometime in the middle of the two thousands, most shows went to widescreen to fit our new widescreen mm-hmm. televisions. So the Simpsons followed suit. So, so, so what it seems like is the Disney Plus app is showing it in the old box TV format, so it's cutting off the sides. Yeah. So, so you're missing some things, which that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Why like would you seeing do that? A, only a part of the screen. If yeah. It's kind of like if something was filmed in like 70 millimeter or, you know, uh-huh. and then you show it in 35. I mean, everything gets squished in that regard, so I don't know. This is different. This is so weird. Yeah. yeah. So I, I hope if you if you're listening, Bob Iger, and I know he loves our show. Um, <laughs> oh I would, boy, I would oh, hope God. he did. That's my new. You know, people ask. You know, who would you like to interview that you haven't interviewed? I my now answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Oprah Winfrey. It will be Oprah Winfrey and Bob Iger. Those are my two people. I, I used to stumble and go, well, I don't know, maybe Letterman. Letterman, I think, would be a tough interview, though. He would be, I would die. I would just pass out. But, yeah, Letterman, Oprah, Bob Iger. Those would be the three. Who would you like? Uh, Don, I don't know this. I've asked you a lot of questions over oh, the years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, David Lynch. Who? Oh, why did I even ask? <laughs> How did I just not guess that? David Lynch fan, yeah. I, he's oh. really weird, but he's it, supposedly really nice. So. May I ask... Is there a burning question? Because I know that if I got the creators of Dallas in a room, I have a myriad of questions. Mm, like, yeah. is there a question that floats to the top for you that <sighs> you would ask David Lynch about Twin Peaks? I would probably ask him if he knows what's going on. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I would no, ask him. I, no, it's a good question, actually. I would ask him if he knows what the ending is. And he is wants it to be. I know that he doesn't want to spell it out for you. He wants you to make your own decision. Does he know where they are at the end of this last Twin Peaks? Um, and he's just not telling us. He wants us to decide for himself. Or is it just something that he hasn't resolved? I mean, he's famous for uh, kind of saying, don't read into Too so much, much of this. I mean, the fans are the ones that kind of connect everything together. Um, there's like Enland Empire. I don't know if you saw that movie. Uh-uh. Oh, I mean, I don't like everything David Lynch, especially that one. It, I was trying to figure out for so long. I watched it many times. There's this whole weird, I mean, it is just super bizarre. There's this whole like rabbit family that they show that has this whole plot line that's like animated. Now, he claims, after I spent so much time trying to dissect this movie, he goes, in an interview, uh, it was just a bunch of dreams I had that I just put together into a movie. So there wasn't, there isn't really a point or there's no through line. I'm like, well, thanks a lot. 
That's kind of disrespectful. That's, that's a little irritating. <laughs> it is irritating. I'm like, what? I'm supposed to try to make sense of this. And, you know, now you're just saying that it was just a series of different dreams you had that you put into one thing. Okay. Oh, that would be irritating. It's like I'm having to create the art for him in my mind. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, you know, that's yeah, I'd like, I'd like to interview him as far as alive celebrities. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Dad, that's a whole other list. Brother yeah. Rob? He's a, did you know he's a meditator? He's oh, heavily yeah. into transcendental meditation. He has I mean, a whole center in L.A., yeah. Uh, gets a lot of his creativity from... Dreaming that, that, and lucid dreaming. That, that practice, right. Oh, yeah. Stern, Stern does that meditation, and... It's super expensive I, to go there. I wish I could go. I I wish I could meditate. I need to. I, I think that would do me well. I yeah, need to really eventually does. learn. Yeah. It is uh, six fifty-five. The seven o'clock hour is coming up. New prizes in the listener rewards treasure chest. You can enter to win a three hundred and fifty dollars gift card to Lunds and Byerly's, plus movie passes to Harriet, a Panera gift card, and more. Details at mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back on this Wednesday right after this. It's a beautiful day.